Hello, and thank you for listening to Cruising the Waves podcast, a podcast dedicated to bringing you cruise information right from the source, right from the people who work in the industry. Each week, I'll be bringing you a new podcast with a representative from the cruise lines, river and ocean cruise lines, and also expedition cruises too. This way, you get the information straight from the source, factual information, not rumors or people guessing, but real information from those who work in the industry. Each week, I meet with my BDM, who is my business development manager from each cruise line. They have the inside scoop on all the news from the high seas. Remember to check out Plenty of Sunshine Travel on the web, and here you'll find all the group cruises that we have planned. We've locked in some amazing rates and some great perks too, so check those out. Also check out our YouTube channel, Plenty of Sunshine Travel on YouTube, to see pictures and videos of everything discussed here today. Want to get in on the conversation? Visit us on Instagram and Facebook. Feel free to post any questions you might have, and I'll be sure to include them in the next episode for you. For help in booking your own cruise experience that was discussed on this week's topic or any other vacation you could dream of, you can contact me at Kathleen at PlentyOfSunshineTravel.com. On this week's Cruise in the Waves podcast, episode number 130, we'll be meeting with Monica from Aqua Expeditions, and we are going to be looking at some of their itineraries that they have with Aqua Blue. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, please like and subscribe to our channel and remember to hit that share button. Over to the podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome aboard to this week's Cruise Chat. I'm Kathleen Penner, owner of Plenty of Sunshine Travel, and today I'm joined by Monica. And Monica is from Aqua Expeditions, and I've had the true pleasure of meeting with Monica one other time. Uh, We do have a playlist for Aqua, so by all means, go back and look at that. She's a great brand overview. But today, I'm super excited for what we're going to be talking about. So I'm just going to turn it over to you, Monica, and away we go. Thank you, Kathleen. I'm so excited to be joining you again for this second installment to learn a little bit more about Aqua Expeditions. I know we had the opportunity to uh, kind of go over a little bit of a brand overview last time, who Aqua Expeditions is and where we operate uh, as a really nice introduction to you listeners out there. Um, But today we're going to, it's going to be very exciting. We're going to do a little bit of a deeper dive into one of our destinations. One of my favorites are Aqua Blue uh, long range expedition yacht in Indonesia. Uh, you are going to love this. <laughs> uh, just as a little bit of a recap, or in case you missed uh, the first uh, the first session, uh, Aqua Expeditions is uh, luxury river and yacht cruises. We actually offer five uh, vessels in four destinations. You can see those plotted here on the map. Uh, that includes two vessels on the Amazon River in Peru, mm-hmm. a yacht in the Galapagos Islands of Ecuador. Mm-hmm. A river cruise on the Mekong River, sailing between Vietnam and Cambodia, and the one we're going to focus on today, our Aqua Blue, our long-range expedition yacht in Indonesia. And uh, collectively, we have those five vessels selling in four destinations, all small in size, ranging from carrying just 16 to 40 passengers. So really specialized, intimate, and uh, fun expeditionary Mm -hmm. style of travel in these destinations. 
And it's all year round in those destinations as well, correct? It is, yeah. Yes. That's one of, Beautiful. I think, the really unique things about Aqua Expeditions is that we've selected destinations very intentionally, and they are all year round destinations. Um, sometimes we're shifting and changing where we're operating within those destinations mm-hmm. based on seasonality, uh, in particularly with uh, Aqua Blue today, which, uh, which I'll dive into in a little bit. Um, but they are year round destinations with the exception that we always take one month off uh, Mm -hmm. in each of our destinations for routine maintenance, refurbishments, refitting, and upkeep. So you can be assured that our vessels are always in tip-top condition because we Mm -hmm. essentially are doing uh, refurbishments every year just to, to make sure they always look their best. Yes. Uh, when, well, we have, you know, the four destinations, the five vessels, they're all a little bit different from one another, but one thing that you can always count on when you do travel with Aqua Expeditions is, uh, is this kind of streamlined, uh, guest experience. So no matter where you travel with us, you can, um, guarantee that you will experience, uh, incredible personalized service. We actually have a one-to-one guest to crew ratio on board. Uh, so I mentioned our vessels range in size from 16 to 40 passengers. That means 16 to 40 crew members uh, that are there to look after you. And that includes a team of naturalist or cultural guides, depending on the destination. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, I'll talk to you about our incredible guides in Indonesia that include also uh, two dive masters. So a little, a little hint there that we've got some incredible diving experiences to share with you today. Um, but a one-to-one guest to crew ratio ins- ensures just that incredible experience on board our vessels, as well as uh, very intimately uh, guided excursions off the vessels. Each of our vessels uh, reflect modern contemporary design. So whether they are uh, yachts that we've uh, acquired and refitted to our standards or our river vessels that we built from the ground up, we ensure that they reflect just beautiful interiors um, and all the modern amenities that you would come to expect. So you never have to be searching around for all of those plugins to charge up your cameras and your phones and get everything ready for that next day of adventure. We've got all of that, uh, those modern touches throughout the vessels Um, and of course they reflect uh, beautiful decor in the interiors with a strong sense of place so uh, Mm -hmm. a big emphasis on local design and art and influence. Uh, In each of our itineraries we incorporate wildlife adventure and cultural experiences these are all authentic and tailor-made according to the destination. So think of opportunities like uh, piranha fishing in the Amazon or diving in Raja Ampat in Indonesia, or perhaps biking along the countrysides of Cambodia. All of our excursions and activities are included in our rates and are part of you know, the experience off the ship. And of course, all centered around the really special wildlife uh, in encounters, the adventure experiences um, that can be varied based on your personal preferences and physical interests Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of how active you'd like to be. And then of course, weaving in cultural interactions and experiences whenever possible. Food, a very important staple, right? In any travel uh, travel planning, uh, what are the delicious meals that I'm going to get to enjoy along the way? Mm-hmm. And we partner with world-renowned chefs in each of our destinations to ensure that we deliver you a menu that uh, reflects the best flavors of the region uh, and is highly localized with some Western and familiar favorites available for you as well. Uh, I think one of the things I love most about our chef partnerships and, uh, and our culinary program is that uh, it really gives back to the local communities as well. And we source about 70% of our ingredients for everything served on board locally. 
And that of course ties into the next, uh, the -hmm. next pillar, which is responsible travel. This is uh, part of the DNA of aqua expeditions and woven into everything that we do from the ground up. So our ship build and uh, refitting is in line with sustainable operations. Um, We participate in a number of different wildlife conservation efforts and of course, local community support, as I mentioned, purchasing, you know, local ingredients and local food from farmers, fishermen and growers and and uh, producers that are in destination uh, and a number of other initiatives uh, in place as well. That's great. So you can feel good about traveling with Mm -hmm. us knowing that when you do travel with Aqua, you're giving back to the local people. Uh, And then of course, health and safety. We know this is always a a top concern for our guests and it's also our concern for our guests and our crew. So we wanna ensure everybody remains safe and has an enjoyable time. Uh, That ties into of course, health and safety as well as our operational safety. And you can just rest assured knowing that we meet and exceed industry standards. We also uh, travel with uh, a paramedic on board, acknowledging that we are operating in some very remote destinations. Mm -hmm. Um, We have evacuation protection in place. So uh, there's a number of initiatives to ensure that you have a safe and enjoyable time when you're on board with us. That's great. So shall we dive in figuratively, but real literally, because this is one of the most incredible dive destinations. So (laughs) pun is definitely intended this time. (laughs) So let's talk about the Aqua Blue. Uh, This is our incredible long range expedition yacht. Before I introduce you to the Aqua Blue, though, I want to introduce you to the incredible destination of Indonesia. Now, I know many of you probably already know Indonesia and you often, uh, your mind might first be going to Bali, which is an incredible island within Indonesia. But keep in mind, there's actually over 17,000 islands in the country of Indonesia. Uh, and it's it's expansive region. Uh, it stretches you know, wider than the continental US. You'll have to fact check me on that as it compares to Canada, but it is wider than the continental US. Um, and it's uh, an expansive area. We focus on three regions, which you can see uh, in a snapshot here at the top, uh, starting with Bali and the Komodo Islands. In the center, the Spice Islands, and at the bottom, Raja Ampat. And I'm going to take you through each of those today. But let's first get a lay of the land and understand some of the logistics. So as I mentioned, Indonesia, 17,000 islands. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bali is just one island among 17,000. And there's so much to explore and see and do here. Mm -hmm. Uh, We spend part of the year. I'm going to interrupt. I'm sorry. I would assume that most of them are probably unexplored by most tourists. It's, you know, a brand new destination for us all unexplored, uninhabited. And that's the beauty of it. You know, so many people have these kind of visions of what Indonesia is like, and they go to Bali. And and I love Bali. I think Bali is a great island. It's, it's fun. It's got, you know, the, 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 the beautiful um, mountainous jungle side in Ubud, and it has some mm-hmm. beaches and, and some great towns and areas to explore. Um, but those visions of those you know, pristine, beautiful remote islands and crystal clear blue water and, you know, karst forests and, and that's not Bali, right? So you really have to get beyond Bali to, Mm -hmm. to, uh, to explore. And, uh, you have that opportunity when you sail with us. That's that's really the intention is to get to those uninhabited islands, mm-hmm. uh, those lesser explored regions. Yeah. Uh, but it's surprisingly easy. And I'm going to take you through kind of, you know, the each one and, and you'll see it's it's while it's going to be remote and incredible. It's, it's not as challenging to get to as you might think, especially mm-hmm. when you go by 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 long range expedition yacht with us. Yes. So we spend, uh, as I mentioned early on, we move throughout the region of Indonesia based on seasonality. So mm-hmm. we're uh, one of the few operators that sails 
just in Indonesia with the aqua blue. We're not touching on Australia or other parts of Asia. This is solely focused on Indonesia, but we're able to operate there year round by moving across these three key regions, depending on seasonality and time of year. Mm -hmm. So for the months of approximately April to September, you'll find us sailing in Bali and the Komodo Islands. Um, and then after that, we move up to the Spice Islands and we're based there for the months of October and November, very limited season, usually just six or seven departures. And then after that, we move up to Raja Ampad, where we spend the months of December, January and February. And while we're based in each of these three key regions, we're operating seven night itineraries. Uh, now, of course, we have to get from one region to the next. And some cruise lines like to call those repositioning cruises, which yes. I won't use that word because these are so much more than that. Mm -hmm. They're 12 night cross destination itineraries mm -hmm. that incorporate a little bit of Komodo and a little bit of the Spice Islands, as well as the Forgotten Islands and the Banda Sea along the way. Mm -hmm. Or they incorporate the Spice Islands with Raja Ampat, which is definitely our top seller. Those cross destination itineraries are 12 night itineraries and I'll show you each of those today yeah. but just to kind of show you kind of where everything's plotted on the map here mm -hmm. and actually this takes you through it's a little bit of a challenging slide to to read because I know there's some fine print there but this kind of yeah. takes you through and shows you a, at a glance a snapshot of the full kind of annual operation so again moving the vessel across these three key regions which look close together on the map, but it does take a full 12 days to get, you know, from the island of Flores up to the Spice Islands. So oh. these are some significant navigational uh, distances, but uh, so many incredible things to see along the way. And if you're listening to this on the Cruising the Waves podcast and you want to see the images, head on over to YouTube at Plenty of Sunshine Travel on YouTube and you'll be able to see the images because I know you guys are listening to this through audio and you're kind of like, what are you talking about? The map, <laughs> yeah. guys. <laughs> and yes. it's just absolutely it's stunning to see some of those areas. So head on over to YouTube if you want to see the pictures. And let's get started with Raja Ampat, shall we? I love uh, Raja Ampat. It's truly special. I think, again, this is these are the images uh, for, for those that have the visual. These are the images that really evoke that, uh, that isolated, beautiful, pristine island experience that's waiting for you in Indonesia. Uh, Raja Ampat is actually considered by many to be the number one dive and snorkel site in the world. So definitely on a top of bucket list for any divers and snorkelers out there. It's actually the most marine biodiverse place on the planet mm. uh, because it has more types of tropical fish and more types of coral reef than anywhere else on earth. So wow. concentrated here in Raja Ampat, you've got three quarters of all types of coral found on earth here in Raja Ampat. Uh, and thousands of fish species and different marine biodiversity uh, to be found here. That so obviously funny. with that introduction, you can expect a bit of a, a water-based uh, adventure, mm -hmm. um, but also there's so much more. There's you know hiking and trekking and endangered orchids and beautiful flora and fauna, as well as opportunities to experience endangered birds of paradise and their natural elements and doing their you know mating calls and just fluttering their beautiful wings. So there's there's so much to see here, both on land and by the water, but really everything's sort of kind of centered around that marine biodiversity experience. Oh, um, this is a seven night itinerary. Now I mentioned you're thinking, where is this? How hard is it going to be to get to? Mm -hmm. Not as difficult as you might think. We actually uh, get to, uh, we sail out of Sarong, which is mm -hmm. accessible by uh, Jakarta. So uh, you would just need to make your way to Jakarta. Okay. And, uh, and then uh, it's a quick uh, three, uh, four hour flight from Jakarta to Sarong. And then of course we set sail on our seven night itinerary out of Sarong. 
Oh, uh, for those that can see the map here, uh -huh. you were getting as far out to WIAG, we're getting to the far reaches of the national kind of protected area of Raja Ampat. There's nothing out there in terms of tourism infrastructure. You mm -hmm. can't fly there. You can't get there by any other means. So going by boat, of course, is the best way to do it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, you've got all your meals included. You're being pampered beyond belief. Oh, so why not go with you guys? Absolutely. Yes, exactly. Oh, exactly. Going by boat is the best way to, to get mm -hmm. to some of these uh, lesser uh, visited islands. Each time we're navigating, sometimes we're going to islands. If there if there's villages there, we of course go ashore ahead of time. Mm -hmm. uh, ask ask if it's okay if we come ashore. Get permission from the village leader. And some of these villages don't see you know outside visitors more than once or twice or three times a year. So mm -hmm. it's a really incredible uh, experience to get to these farther reaches of Russia Ampat. And as you can see in these final images, just some beautiful pristine beaches beautiful limestone cliffs and caves for hiking and and uh, and, and exploring by water. Uh, keep in mind, and I'll touch on this when we talk about the vessel itself, but we have kayaks on board as well as stand-up paddle boards. And you've got beautiful, you know, crystal clear blue water that's perfect for, for exploring. Uh, so if you're not a diver, if you're not a snorkeler, that's okay too, uh, as long as you enjoy, you know, even just stepping into the water from, you know, a pink sand beach and, and taking in the marine biodiversity, uh, you know, if you're up to the water in your knees, you're going to still enjoy it so much. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, after we conclude the Raja Ampat season, which uh, again is December, January, and February, which I suspect, uh, you know, for those in cooler climates would love to join us in Raja Ampat during those months. After that time, we uh, begin to move the vessel down to Bali. So we first have this 12 night itinerary, which combines Raja Ampat with the Spice Islands. Uh, I mentioned this is our most popular, it's our most sought after itinerary. Availability is very, very minimal. This is only a 15 suite expedition yacht. So uh, if, if this one is of interest to you, you always want to plan ahead, plan early. Um, to secure that cabin but I love this one and I haven't introduced you to the Spice Islands yet but when I do you'll know why I love why? this itinerary Absolutely. but it yes. really combines the best of Raja Ampat with the Spice Islands in a 12-night uh, expedition Perfect. and then another 12-night itinerary takes us from Ambon through the Forgotten Islands mm -hmm. uh, to the island of Flores. At this point it's around usually mid-March and we'll mm -hmm. go into our one-month dry dock period where we do any refurbishments, any maintenance, any upkeep on our vessel. Cause again, we always want to keep the aqua blue in tip top shape for yes. you. Mm -hmm. And then we'll start the Komodo season, the Komodo and national, uh, uh, Komodo national park and Bali itinerary. Mm -hmm. uh, this one, as you can imagine from the name, uh, you definitely will have the opportunity to experience Komodo dragons mm -hmm. um, at a safe distance and under the, the guidance, of course, of uh, local park rangers and our team of naturalist guides. Um, but they're incredibly fascinating to see in, in, the, in the wild. They're one of the largest, longest, and heaviest lizards. They have a venomous bite, so we give them and respect the wildlife and give them their space. Mm -hmm. um, but they are just, you know, the closest thing you'll find to a living dinosaur. It's, and I feel like this itinerary gives you those Jurassic Park vibes <laughs> without the without the big dinosaurs. It's just, you know, these remote jungles, mm -hmm. uh, these isolated little bays with the water is just crystal clear and smooth. It's perfect for stand up paddle boarding and and and. Uh, kayaking and swimming and snorkeling. Um, you've got ancient volcanic activity here has created these 
kind of mountainous ranges. So great for hiking and trekking. And we can always adjust the length, the duration and the speed of, of those hikes and treks for our guests and go into, you know, split everyone into to various groups. So there's always something for you to enjoy, whether it's more of a leisurely stroll or a more strenuous hike. Um, but I like to share that I think the Bali Komodo program is probably the most balanced when it comes to your land and water-based adventure. And uh, of course, I have to highlight our opportunity to swim with blue whale sharks, which is very rare and such a special experience. Wow. You can see that picture uh, here in the upper right-hand corner. Yeah. Uh, the blue whale sharks are, are sought after to, to be able to witness uh, in, in their nat natural habitat. Mm -hmm. We're the only vessel, and I won't even tell you where this location is because we don't yeah. want anyone else to know about it, but we're the only vessel. Uh, it's on the backside of Moyo Island in, in, in an area of Salah Bay, mm -hmm. and uh, we have a great friendship with some of the local fishermen there. It's a very early morning. You, you awake as before the sun is even rising, and we set out uh, when it's still dark, um, and, uh, and kind of go towards where these, these, uh, friendly fishermen are. And as they're bringing the nets up, uh, as the sun is rising, uh, the little bits of fish are falling off the fishermen's nets. And mm -hmm. that's when the blue, the blue whales just sort of emerge from, from beneath the ocean and come to the surface, just as you see pictured here. Wow. So you don't even have to be in the water to witness them, but, uh, you'll definitely want to jump in and, and have that opportunity. It's, it's life-changing. So absolutely. Um, yeah. My goodness. Wow. That would be something, um, you know, to, to put on Instagram and say, look what I did. Be so excited so about special. it. Everybody will be so jealous. That, that sounds yeah. amazing. Wow. Yes. And, 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 uh, and there's, yeah, it's, it's like no other experience and being the only boat there with mm -hmm. no more than 30 passengers on our vessel. It's just such a private and special mm -hmm. and intimate moment. Yeah. And um, painting the picture too, as you were saying, you know, even before the sun is up, you're headed towards that adventure being all excited. That so that's anticipation phenomenal. building yeah. and then the sun rises and the blue whale shark. Oh, oh. I mean, yes. our guests are con constantly, you know, you just move to tears. It just, yeah. You know, I was about to say that. I bet that your tears are, are actually flowing for that yeah. one. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm -hmm. um, another great thing about this itinerary is the yes. accessibility. So uh, in this case, we, we do sail out of Bali off the Island of Bali, just mm -hmm. uh, about our heart is about 15 minutes from the Denpasar airport. So this one's a little bit easier to access. Uh, you've got, you know, multiple flights uh, from, from to get you into Bali, 15 minutes from the Denpasar airport to Benawa Harbor. And you set sail with us on a seven night itinerary from Bali to uh, the port of Labuan Bajo, which is on the other side of Komodo National Park. Yes. Alternatively, it's a seven night itinerary. So mm -hmm. alternatively, you would fly to Labuan Bajo and then sail back. Uh, it's an hour and 15 minute flight between La Bambajo and Bali. So That's really easy yeah. from a logistical standpoint. Uh, and, and you don't have uh, as long of a flight as you do to get to uh, Sarong for Russia Ampa. Mm -hmm. uh, and here's uh, just a glimpse of the itinerary as well. So as I mentioned, seven nights sailing from Bali to La Bambajo or the mirror reverse, you know, they're exact mm -hmm. mirror reverse itineraries of each other, seven nights from La Bambajo to Bali. So you'll either fly to La Bambajo and sail back or sail to La Bambajo and fly back. But right. again, it's that quick one. Now there's a it's lot more itinerary stops there, um, or names at least, that you could fit yeah. in within seven days. Do you do at least two a day? Um, do you oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. We're always off the ship every day, exploring at least twice a day. So, you know, a morning excursion and activity, and then we might reposition the boat to another location and get off in a completely different place that afternoon. So it's, it's very different from a traditional cruise experience where you have, you know, day, day two, you're here, day three, you're here, day four, you're there. We're really exploring the destination and, uh, and hitting, you know, different islands and different stops in the same day so that's great that's what i love about expedition cruising you really get a sense of the area you're visiting so much more than typical regular cruising um expedition seems to get right into the heart of the areas and uh, you're digging deeper and i think that's awesome i love it exactly and you won't find many operators that do what we do sailing right out of bali Mm -hmm. Uh, and the reason we do this are those blue whale sharks that location I mentioned to you is Moyo Island, the backside of Moyo Island in Salah Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of the navigational capabilities of our vessel, we can still, we can go there and still fit it into a seven night itinerary where most of the other options you'll find in this region are going to maybe be, you know, four, five, six, maybe nights that are going to just sail round trip Labuan Bajo and hit some of those islands. So it's going to be a little more heavily trafficked then where we're going to go because because all the other boats are sort of just doing that little cluster of islands right off the coast of, of Flores uh, right. leading from La Bajo, whereas mm-hmm. we're sailing from Bali. So there's that convenience factor to either leave from or return to Bali. But mm-hmm. also there's a reason we want to get you to Moyo Island uh, where you've got great on on land land based exploration on Moyo Island and then the backside of Sala Bay. So mm-hmm. it's pretty special itinerary. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, uh, like I said, just, you know, you've got pink sand beaches, beautiful, crystal clear water, great hiking and trekking. Um, as I mentioned earlier, it's just that real balanced itinerary of both land and water-based adventure and exploration. After that, we move back up to the Spice Islands. This is a mirror image of the itinerary I showed you earlier where we were coming from the Spice Islands mm-hmm. down to Bali, but this one's going back. So really special, again, 12 night itinerary, uh, sailing uh, through the Forgotten Islands, aptly named as they, uh, you know, unfortunately were many years ago, the, the, the villagers, the people that live on these islands feel like they, you know, have been abandoned by the Indonesian government, but they're also uh, sort of locked in time in terms of, you know, the cultural experience there. And it's, it's really special to go ashore and to be able to meet and interact with uh, some of these local people that live in, and, uh, they live on these islands. Uh, and then, of course, going up through the Banda Sea brings us to Ambon. Ambon is uh, where we uh, launch our Spice Islands itineraries. Now we're going in a kind of, kind of a different direction here. Uh, for those that can see the images, this you know evokes uh, uh, images of a heavily cultural experience, and it is. Uh, this is what I love about the Spice Islands. I think I find this one to be the most fascinating because it's unexpected. Everybody's expecting all that great nature and wildlife and beautiful water from the other destinations. This one has really strong tones of history and culture. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit, little story yes. here. It was it was once actually the epicenter of the spice trade route during the 16th and 17th century. Okay. Uh, at that time, this was the only place on earth where you could find certain spices like cinnamon and nutmeg. And so it became a very important uh, island and an important region for uh, for people to conquer, right? So mm-hmm. uh, the British had originally taken, uh, taken ownership of an island called Palau Run, which was sort of that gateway into the Spice Islands where you could find all of those great spices, um, but the Dutch wanted it. And so the British and the Dutch came to an agreement in which uh, the Brits uh, took over an island that we now know as Manhattan, New York, and the Dutch took over Palau Run, 
which effectively gave them control over the spice trade route. And uh, the company was called the Dutch East India Spice Company. Mm -hmm. And it was the most profitable and powerful company of its time. And they were solely responsible for importing, uh, you know, certain spices uh, into the new world and and to Europe, of course. Um, And so with that today, modern day, you still have this really strong history and influence and undertones of of Dutch history and culture uh, that you'll see reflected in the architecture. You'll go into little shops and you can buy, you know, these 16th century coins as a souvenir. Like you have all of these European relics, even cannons just cast on the side of the road. Uh, And uh, and for those that can see the visuals, you've got, you know, this perfectly protected, restored uh, spice fort to protect the spices. Um, And with that is all blended, of course, with the tribal traditions and the Mm -hmm. Indonesian kind of indigenous Indonesian history and culture. So it's a really unique confluence of history and culture between Dutch and Indonesia. Um, But you also have great snorkeling and hiking and trekking and stamina paddle boarding, a collection of eight volcanic islands here uh, to hike and explore. Uh, So there's just, uh, it's just so much to see and do. So really great for those of you out there that uh, are thinking, gosh, I I love to be a little active. I like all the, the beauty, the nature, the wildlife, but I'm really into history and culture. This is the winner for you. This is the one to do. Absolutely. And uh, this one, you know, nothing, nothing worth having comes easy, right? So a little bit of a journey here to get to Ambon, but again, just accessible from Jakarta, uh, about a four hour, three hour, three and a half, four hour flight from Jakarta to Ambon. Uh, It puts you into Ambon and then we'll set sail from there on our seven night itinerary. Uh, you can see plotted there on the map, you've got uh, Palau around that tiny little island that I mentioned that was uh, so sought after uh, during uh, during the spice, kind of the rise of the spice trade route. Uh, so really great, fascinating history and culture here. And of course, our, our guides on board are uh, naturalist guides as well as cultural guides, and they love to tell the stories and kind of bring the, bring the whole experience to life. Oh, that's great. And I love that you have them right on board to share all the stories to oh, talk about yeah. the history. I think that's fabulous. It is. It is. Yeah. Our guides are uh, incredible. It's, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of integrated into the guest experience. So they're there mm-hmm. to do, you know, the nature talks or the cultural talks every day. Uh, they're always wandering around the vessel. They're, they're part of our crew. They'll be welcoming you into the dining room even, and uh, you know, coming around to your table and chatting and asking questions. How did you like your day? Uh, mm-hmm. So they're really integrated into, into the experience each day. Uh, it's very far removed from a traditional kind of short excursion experience where you mm-hmm. sign up for an excursion and then you go and you meet a new guide and you go out on your excursion. It's nothing like that. Um, our guides are, are on board and part of part of the guest experience. Well, that's perfect because then you can ask them all the questions you want because they're always mm-hmm. there. <laughs> they're great. all ready and they love to talk about it. You know, they're so proud of their their mm-hmm. country and where they come from and and they they love when people ask questions. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> So after we conclude the Spice Islands season, which again is limited, typically the months of October, November, uh, but usually only six to seven departures, Mm -hmm. uh, we then move the vessel back up to Raja Ampat. Again, this incredible itinerary. Now that I've introduced you to the Spice Islands, you understand why that 12 night Spice Islands and Raja Ampat itinerary is so special. Mm -hmm. There's no one out there doing an itinerary like this. Right. There's no other yeah. way to experience these destinations. So and I mean, they sell out so quick. So you have to reach out to me info at travel.com to get on that waiting list and get there yeah. as soon as they open up. Yes, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. 
Um, and that kind of, you know, takes us through the full calendar. So just at a glance, you can see again, how we're moving through the destination throughout the year based on seasonality. So even if you're someone that's like, gosh, I like all three of them. What do, how do I pick? Well, tell us when you want to travel and then, and then that'll dictate which itinerary you go on. Uh, and we've had so many guests go on one, come back and do another, and then another, because these three destinations are all quite unique from one another. Mm -hmm. Uh, they love the onboard aqua blue experience. They love our crew and our guides. So they've come back and, and we've had people that have already done, you know, all three destinations and we only just la launched this vessel a couple of years ago. So wow. it's, that's pretty that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. You've really got three destinations in one, in one region here. Yeah. Beautiful. And of course, the best way to go is by the Aqua Blue. I want to introduce you to our, our beautiful long range expedition yacht. Mm -hmm. I'll talk about some of the key features of Aqua Blue, both from a navigational standpoint and of course, you know, the, the luxury onboard hotel yes. experience that you, mm -hmm. that, you have, uh, that you have to look forward to. Uh, but the logistics are important because as I've shared with you, the, the destination is not an easy one to navigate around. So uh, I think you'll find the history of, of Aqua Blue pretty fascinating as well. Uh, it is a beautiful 15 suite uh, uh, long range expedition yacht uh, mm -hmm. suited for a capacity of just 30 guests, yeah. uh, expansive, beautiful space. Now, a little bit of fun history here for you. The Aqua mm -hmm. Blue was actually built in 1967 as part of the British Royal Navy. So for any naval, <laughs> naval buffs out there, you might know this. It was actually called the HMS Beagle. And it was part of, it was an explorer ship, part of the British Navy. Uh, and uh, it was decommissioned from the Navy around 2007 and sold at an auction to a private buyer. So somebody uh, with a little extra cash bought this off of an auction and turned it into his own private yacht. And he sailed it in the Mediterranean for many years. Uh, Aqua Expeditions actually purchased uh, the naval ship turned yacht from the private buyer back in 2018 okay. and refitted it uh, to our standards. But we had our eye on this boat and we wanted it for Indonesia because the waters can be a bit tricky to navigate. Mm -hmm. But with a ship with this history and its seafaring capabilities, we knew it would be perfect for Indonesia. So it actually, uh, you know, it can reach speeds of up to 14 knots. Uh, it's quite powerful and very stable. It actually comes equipped with quantum zero stabilizers, which only allow for about a quarter of an inch of movement. Uh, so quite simply put, it's the fastest, smoothest, safest way mm -hmm. to experience Indonesia. Sure. So from the seafaring capabilities, this mm -hmm. is the top choice. And of course, from the onboard hotel experience, you can expect it's, uh, it's a winner as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got beautiful outdoor expansive deck areas, actually five different decks to enjoy, uh, as well as you know a platform just right at the back of the vessel to launch our excursions from. Mm -hmm. um, it comes equipped with water toys, as well as two uh, Zodiacs dedicated for uh, our guests and one dive uh, dedicated uh, tender as well and uh, beautiful suites so kind of just taking you right inside uh, for those that uh, are, are able to enjoy the visuals here today I'm uh, introducing you to our suites so 15 suites on board again for a maximum of 30 guests mm -hmm. uh, three different categories for you to choose from so mm -hmm. we've got something to suit everyone's preference and budget and uh, and lots uh, lots of different options to choose from all our outside facing rooms with large mm -hmm. windows uh, or large portholes 
spacious bathrooms. Uh, and we've, you know, refitted the rooms to, you know, include this like beautiful Italian silk textured wallpaper, uh, leather bound footboards around the bed, uh, just beautiful touches throughout the suite. So you're definitely exploring, but in comfort yeah. <laughs> for sure. Well, it's your floating boutique hotel. It's just gorgeous. It really is. Yeah. It feels like, you know, you step on board, it's like your private yacht that you're going to mm -hmm. share with some like-minded travelers, but it really evokes yeah. that feeling of, of being on a, on a, on a beautiful, large yacht. Um, our bathrooms are fitted with, you know, state-of-the-art amenities, um, salon quality blow dryers and light up makeup mirrors and toiletries that are all natural and organic and made locally in Indonesia and replenished daily um, mm -hmm. and just beautiful touches throughout. Mm -hmm. um, from a co cabin configuration standpoint, it's important to highlight too that we do have connecting suite options. Okay. Uh, this image I'm showing right now is actually the living room and seating area of, of one suite connected to mm -hmm. another suite. So some great connecting room options. Um, we also have some triple occupancy rooms okay. and uh, we do welcome children on board uh, mm -hmm. age five and up. I would say this is a, a better suited destination, you know, maybe for uh, teenage travelers and up just yeah. given some of the, you know, the, the demands and the activities and the mm -hmm. excursions. Um, but certainly we, we can accommodate uh, families with all age children as long as they're age five and up, of course. Oh, wonderful. Yep. And I already mentioned a little bit about the bathrooms, but what I love about this is sometimes you come on board, you know, to a small ship and, and you probably have a set of expectations. Like I'm not coming because the, the bathrooms are going to be great, but, and it always, it never ceases to amaze me after we have guests sail on board. They're like, I'm so amazed at the water pressure and how hot it was. And you know, everybody's coming back from an excursion and showering at the same time. Right. Yet, yet, yet you get to, you know, enjoy this, these incredible kind of hotel, five-star hotel quality, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in-room uh, amenities and experiences. Absolutely. Sometimes it's the smallest little detail that just kind of puts really you over and, and makes your trip. So that's awesome. It really that's does. It really does. Challenge. I've been on many small ships before. I remember one where I, it, it was a challenge to lift my arms to wash my hair because there wasn't enough room to do <laughs> <Not> so. <laughs> and, and you don't have that. You don't have that on board Aqua Blue. Thankfully, plenty of room in these, you know, large walk-in showers that are all, uh, you know, um, uh, hand kind of inlaid tiled that's just oh, absolutely beautiful ah stunning yes and of course when you're not in your room and when you're not off the ship exploring we've got beautiful spaces for you to enjoy throughout the vessel we have a large main main lounge um that is of course kind of the gathering place for our guides to bring you together to uh, talk about where we're going next and to do some of those nature history and, and wildlife talks, but it's also a great space to relax. Um, we also have a, a top, uh, not top deck, but kind of in the middle, I guess you should say, lounge and bar area. This is often where we'll do our breakfast each morning. Um, and I'll talk about the meals and kind of the format for those in just a moment, but it's also uh, a beautiful space. Um, and of course, where where you'll find our bar. Um, on the back side of that main lounge, you'll find a main dining room. So we, of course, try to take advantage of uh, dining outside as much as possible. Yes. But we also, for dinner, sometimes just to like elevate uh, the, 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 the elegance of the dining experience, mm -hmm. I guess, we'll, we'll do indoor dining uh, indoor dinners um, and these tables uh, and it's also of course uh, especially important if we do happen to have some inclement weather we can move things inside um, we have these two large tables that can actually expand to see all 30 guests at these two tables right now they're shrunken down but they can expand and then we can also set up smaller tables throughout the vessel as well uh, dining is pretty uh, flexible in in terms of the table size and who you dine with so you mm -hmm. can kind of pick and choose where you'd like to sit who you want to sit with 
do make new friends on board and want to enjoy a meal together, uh, you know, you have that opportunity. Um, and uh, breakfast is, is typically, as I mentioned, served in the lounge. And it's mm -hmm. uh, typical to what you would expect from a, a very nice hotel breakfast where you come in and you have your, you know, your cold stations and your hot stations and different juices and, and uh, you know, omelets and different eggs made to order. You can kind of choose, you know, everything you, you could possibly think of. Um, yeah, we find like, it. I think everyone enjoys breakfast a little differently. You mm -hmm. get those people that are like, just coffee, please, you know, and then you get those people that want to have the full breakfast and yeah. you have that whole range of options. Something I think lighter, we have that heavier. in our household. I've got four girls and I've got some that are like, give me a coffee and a croissant yeah. and I'm happy. And the other ones are like, exactly. where's my steak and eggs? Like, let's exactly. Just so, yes, yeah. exactly. And, and I love anytime I'm on board our boats, our crew will remember what you had on the first day. And so mm -hmm. day two, you come in, they're like, would you like to have the eggs Benedict again today? Or would you like to try something else? So, and then I'll always uh, give you some insight inspiration with some daily suggestions like mm -hmm. uh, lemon ricotta pancakes or you know eggs benedict and things like that so it's breakfast is fun and and there's something to suit everyone on the note of coffee because we know how important that is to start your day uh, I do want to highlight too that we include all non-alcoholic beverages um, okay. as well as beer and wine on board the aqua blue mm -hmm. um, so you can have that mimosa you can have that cappuccino you know that's that's all included um, oh, that's great. With, with aqua expeditions yes. and then lunch and dinner are typically served uh you know multi-course to the table mm -hmm. and sometimes family style because we know that there's you know great camaraderie that's shared when you uh are sharing a meal with your fellow travelers um and we also find you know it ties into our sustainability initiatives we want to cut down on food waste so by mm -hmm. doing family style you know we bring these this portions everyone can share if, if you want more great we'll bring it uh instead of you know kind of plated and giving everyone yeah. everything and, and experiencing a lot of food waste so mm -hmm. uh, I love that because I like to try a little bit of everything and yeah. uh, our, our lunches are typically you know three courses dinners are five and you can have a little bit of everything and a little more of what you love most so, absolutely yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the meal times, I'll highlight that too, are typically, you know, around the same time every day. And, and, you know, it's uh, lunch will be at this time, please go relax and come join us when you're ready, you know, uh, around noon, for example. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's pretty laid back. That's <laughs> People are usually really hungry and ready though, after a day of exploring. Oh, I bet. And yeah. what stories they'd share with everybody, because oh they just gosh. had those shared experiences, yeah. right? It's and so that much would be fun. just phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, beautiful outdoor dining areas, as I mentioned as well, um, throughout the vessel. And the image I'm, I'm displaying right now actually gives you a peek into the lounge and the bar. So everything kind of just flows really nicely on board the vessel. Um, and we've also got some great relaxation areas. Now we know, uh, you know, in between exploring and all of the adventures that you'll find off the vessel, you might want to just kick back and get some sun and relax. There's ample sunbeds and different areas um, on the sun deck to enjoy. So uh, even though you know there's 30 passengers on board there's tons of space on this vessel it's actually equipped to accommodate way more than 30 guests um, but we've capped it at that to just ensure a, a real spacious uh, onboard experience for everyone yeah wow. and do keep in mind this is such a perfect experience for any celebrations all of our vessels are and our crew they love to celebrate <laughs> so we've got a whole host of Great. celebration amenities whether it's a honeymoon an anniversary a graduation a birthday uh anything we've you know had people come on to celebrate you know milestone uh you know medical victories anything like that please we want to know that's worth we celebrating love, love to celebrate yeah. yeah absolutely um and we'll always try to find special ways to acknowledge uh mm -hmm. your your special occasion
And I love how you have that nice table with just the two of them celebrating right at the after the ship, the gorgeous views. Ooh, I love it. Look at that. So romantic, right? Oh. I know. I think one of our crew on board too will come and like, he has got his little ukulele and he'll play a little song too. It's quite cute. And they'll pour champagne and yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great, it's a great time to celebrate. Oh, um, and then just uh, kind of going in reverse here. This is just a quick glimpse of the deck plan to really highlight how much space we have. I've just shown you so many great photos of those individual social areas and some just some of the suites but as you can see with the deck plan you've got uh, a number of suites on the lower deck and and do bear in mind just because they're on the lower deck doesn't mean that it's a lower category uh, so our largest suites are actually on the lower deck and they have multiple portholes great natural light um, we have a couple suites that are actually two levels with like a few steps down into the living room and so very spacious suites um, uh, square footage is going to range you know um, from our entry level categories around 200 square feet up to around 380 square feet so you've got quite a number of different sizes and suites to choose from and different different levels uh, on the vessel um, so don't kind okay. of you have to kind of break the mold on what you think about you know well, where I should be on a cruise ship it's mm-hmm. cruise industry's done a great job at making sure you you know you always want a, a top suite and a balcony in this location but you can't go wrong with with any of the suites on board aqua blue mm-hmm. um, and we've got uh, really helpful information Kathleen of course can walk you through selecting the perfect suite um, for yes. for your tastes and preferences and mm-hmm. budget so and lots of space as I mentioned you can see all the deck areas uh in this slide with with just uh all the space to enjoy outdoors absolutely beautiful uh and like i mentioned you know no so many categories here to choose from 15 Mm -hmm. different suites different bedding configurations so that's why it's so important to work with a travel advisor uh like kathleen to really help guide you in selecting the right cabin because we want to make sure that you have your expectations met and fulfilled when you come on board. And that starts, of course, with travel planning with the right travel advisor to help walk you through the process. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, that's very accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just bringing it back to the destination. Now we've, we've shown you the itineraries. We've taken you on board the Aqua Blue. And what are some of those key kind of really special excursions and activities? I've touched on so many of them, but uh, just uh, to highlight our excursion tenders, these are custom built, custom designed for the destination. Uh, we have uh, two of them that are devoted to our non-divers and then one dedicated dive tender. And this is a great opportunity for me to tell you uh, to just bear in mind that Aqua Blue is a dive vessel, but it is not a live aboard experience. It's a luxury leisure yacht with a diving component. So diving is just one of the many experiences. So if you're the non-divers out there thinking, oh, this is a dive trip, this isn't for me, don't think that way. That is quite the opposite. This um, actually, the majority of our guests are non-divers. Right. Uh, the owner of Aqua Expeditions is not a diver. Um, this mm-hmm. is a, a destination that is great to explore in so many other ways. Yeah. And our non-dive guests are not an afterthought. They are a priority. So awesome. there's uh, the divers will go out in their group, a maximum of eight divers at one mm-hmm. time. They'll go out and do their dive. And then the other guests are going to have just a range of incredible adventures to choose from that day as well. So yeah. uh, it's a really good balance, I think. It's that Mm -hmm. compromise between uh, any of you couples or families out there that are thinking, well, you know, my partner dives and I don't, or my kids want to dive, but I don't. This is perfect for you all because uh, uh, there's something for everyone for sure. 
Absolutely. Um, we do provide all of the equipment for diving. I will add oh, that. Uh, all you have to do is ensure that you're fully certified for diving mm -hmm. when you come on board and we'll provide all of the equipment. Uh, and then of course we provide all the snorkeling equipment, uh, wetsuits, fins, masks, everything that you need for, uh, to explore the destination and just some other fun equipment that we have on board. We've got our kayaks um, as well as stand-up paddle boards. So a number of different ways to enjoy and uh, just leaving you one more time with a glimpse of that incredible swimming with the blue whale shark experience, oh, as well as an opportunity to swim with stingless jellyfish. Uh, this one's actually that jellyfish picture that's actually on our spice islands itinerary. So I went on and on about the incredible cultural and historical experiences yes. of the spice islands, but you've got this great, uh, there's stingless jellyfish. I want to highlight stingless <laughs> jellyfish, yeah. um, just some great nature and marine uh, adventure opportunities there as well. Oh, wow. That's stunning. Amazing. Wow. Now, uh, for those listening right before lunchtime, this, uh, this, this picture may be triggering for you. This is our beautiful, <laughs> <laughs> one of our beautiful entrees uh, served on board the Aqua Blue. And, uh, and uh, I would, wouldn't be doing the experience justice without highlighting uh, our chef, Benjamin Cross. He's our consulting chef. He actually uh, has restaurants in Bali. He's an incredible chef. He's created a menu of about 120 different recipes that showcase uh, the flavors of the region. And of course, um, utilize uh, as much as possible local ingredients, everything's, you know, sustainably sourced, sustainably caught, fresh, mm -hmm. uh, and delicious. So uh, yeah. we're very proud of this partnership with Chef Benjamin Cross, and you are going to absolutely love the food. Oh, I on board well imagine. Yeah. Wow. And that is it for me today, leaving you uh, with, uh, with uh, you know, memories of the aqua blue. And, and certainly uh, next time, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll dive into our next destination next absolutely. time. But thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. That was so stunning to see that. I loved seeing some of the pictures and, you know, not only just of the gorgeous, absolutely stunning ship, but what you're going to be doing and what you're going to be experiencing. It's just over the top. That's amazing. Wow. Thank you so much for putting all that together. Um, I can't thank you enough. That's amazing. And I hope everybody just reaches out to me, info at plenty of sunshine travel.com, super easy email. And, uh, you know, I've got the in with Monica and we can converse and, and make sure that you get exactly what you need on board and send you off with that. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I hope everybody has a great week and we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us this week. It was just amazing to see some of those itineraries that they had with Aqua Blue. I mean, the ship is just gorgeous. You're going there in beautiful luxury, but it's all about those itineraries. And it's just amazing to see it. And my special ones that I really loved are the ones that kind of connect you the two locations. So you're getting the best of both on the 12 day expeditions. And I think that that's a really great way to do it. It's just quite phenomenal. I really enjoyed learning more about aqua expeditions and I hope you guys do too. Next week, I'm going to be meeting with Oceana and we're going to be talking about their brand new ship. And also I am going on Oceana cruises next summer. So it's going to be July, 2024 and stay, stay attention, pay attention, pardon me, to our channel because I'm going to be talking about my top three things to do in each port as we're going up the coast of Norway. So make sure you guys are subscribed because that is amazing. As I'm doing my research, boy, there's some really fascinating things to do and I'm really excited to show you all. So I hope you're able to join in and see that and make sure you've subscribed so that you can get that notification. But thank you so much for watching this week. If you want to go back, I have a playlist for Aqua Expeditions. If you want a great brand overview and see all their ships, um, the next time I'm meeting with uh, Monica is in 
January. So I mean, it's amazing. There's just uh, a lot of time in between, but so make sure you catch up or just sail. That would be great too. So I hope you guys are enjoying all of this. Make sure you subscribe and I'll see you next week or on board. Bye for now.